All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, Oilers Nation? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley here with you. Producer Aaron Vergato behind the scenes. He'll join us later on. And we will have the man himself, the baked milk, on this edition of Oilers Nation After Dark coming up in a second here. Before we get to that, then we'll get to the good, the bad, the oily. We'll talk a little bit about all that happened in that game. The Oilers overcoming a little bit of adversity and playing Tall. I'll give you a quick rundown of exactly what happened in case you may have missed it. And it was a good start for the Edmonton Oilers once again in this one. If after the first period, they're up two goals to none. Ryan McLeod with his seventh goal of the season. Another even strength goal. Vinny DeArnay gets the puck on net and a real good positive. Some depth scoring for the Oilers. Leon Dreisett will get his 27th goal of the season on the power play. We're going to talk about that one in just a couple of minutes here. The Tampa Bay Lightning, though, of course, we know they have a lot of depth in that lineup. You don't win back-to-back Stanley Cups without it. Uh, they would keep it a game. Uh, Brandon Hagel would score his 18th goal of the season to get things going. Zach Hyman responds for the Oilers with his 22nd goal, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning superstars would show up. Steven Stamkos, he's now got 504 career goals, or is it 503? It's a lot. 22 on the season. He would make it a 3-2 hockey game. Braden Point would score his 27th of the season to make it 3-3, but in the third period, the the captain does what he does. He scores his 39th goal of this season. He's one away from 40. The guy is absolutely on fire. He gives the Oilers the 4-3 lead, and then Zach Hyman would get his second of the game to ice it. The Oilers' 5-3 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning. An absolutely massive win. Shout out to everyone on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. If you're on Facebook and YouTube, make sure to get in that comment section. We love the feedback. Norm says, hey, Thomas, what a game. Thomas is my real name. So, Norm, a shout out to you for knowing that one. You guys call me Thomas, call me Connor, whatever you want to. Uh, Also, pound that like button if you're on YouTube. Right now, we are going to get to the good, the bad, and the oily. Brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage, your destination for commercial home and auto insurance with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca for more information. And as we do typically with the good, the bad, and the oily, we'll bring in our guest tonight. We've got the man himself, the bagged milk, joining me, Mr. BM. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, buddy. That's a huge win for the Oilers. Come on. 
percent. I mean, we, we got a game with. Sorry, Connor, to cut you off. That was a game. No, that you go playoff, ahead. Like a playoff vibe. Tampa was in town and it was spicy. And the Oilers came out with a two goal win. We hit the puck line. Everybody celebrating. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you guys got in there at betway.com and uh, got a little, a little. A little win here and there. Uh, do so responsibly. 19 plus with betway.com. And uh, why don't we start off with the good? And we're going to go with Leon's stare down. Our producer, Aaron, I, I think he got the clip there, correct? I love this. I love this. Patty Maroon takes down Connor, gives him a little slew foot, and then the boys do what they do on the power play. And then as Pat Maroon's coming out of the penalty box, you see, here he comes. Here he comes, and Leon's going to give him a stare down. As Look at it. It's great. I love when Leon does that kind of stuff. When, when he's a little bit sassy, when he's fired up, I love when he gets the guys going. He's just got that little bit of dick in his game where it's just he wants to spice things up and i love it Pat Maroon, that was a dumb penalty baby and you got burned for it a little pissy as uh he was becoming known for last year you're right big milk i absolutely love that that little swagger just giving him the look you know patty maroon's kind of got his head down too not wanting to make eye contact with his former teammate so i'm sure dry subtle said something to him to kind of make him look up at it he's trying to look straight ahead he doesn't want to see it and Leon makes sure he knows 100%. Uh, it's really good to see from this group that little bit of moxie. We'll talk about that more so as we go on here at Oilers Nation After Dark. We'll get to the bad now here, and that is Nurse taking the bait. And uh, we saw the fight between Corey Perry and Darnell Nurse. That's that's a great trade-off for the Tampa Bay Lightning when they can take off the team's number one defenseman. Even if you don't like him, he is the Oilers' number one defenseman. And uh, Corey Perry, just a veteran move there. Yeah, I, that's the only thing that like I love a good scrap as much as the next guy. I really, really do. But at that moment, the Oilers are up by a pair. It's right at the end of the period. It's Corey Perry. Like you said, he's on the fourth line. Darnell Nurse is playing 23, 24 minutes. I just didn't like the timing. And on Twitter, I said that I got roasted for it. I was surprised. And I was just like, I just didn't like the timing. I like a scrap. Don't get me wrong. Like I liked immediately to start the period. Costin got into it with Maroon. Maroon, Slewfoot's Connor, Costin, Sexton. I love it. But this one for Darnell Nurse, it wasn't for me. Connor, thoughts? Oh, no, I'm with you. I mean, that's immediately what I thought. And I thought, okay, people might like the fact that he's fighting, but, you know, you pick your moments. You don't want to give this Tampa Bay Lightning team any sort of uh, momentum going into the period. And you know what? I mean, it, the intermission was right there as well. But it, I don't like Darnell Nurse doing that, taking himself off the ice. It's a two-goal lead, I know. But that's the most dangerous lead in hockey, and it's against the veteran Tampa Bay team. So I think, yeah, picking and choosing your spots might be a little bit better. Um, but, hey, the Oilers got the win. So if, if that's the, the biggest thing we can find for the bad, that's a good sign for this club. Let's get to the Oily, and we're going to go with the physicality. And, uh, you know, on one side we talk about Nurse taking the bait there, but at the same time, good to see him not back down. Uh, we saw Clint Costin, Clint Costin fight Patrick Maroon that's a heavyweight right there you saw them talking about it as it was about to happen we got the the clip right here uh, courtesy of Sportsnet and I mean Louie was talking about it it's coming uh, even going back further I mean you can see it right now this is absolutely awesome clean cost and I said on Twitter this guy's never gonna have to buy a drink in this city he's gonna become a god in this town if he keeps doing what he's doing but you go back to the Kucherov hit on Evander Kane and they're defending each other um, earlier on in the game when Patty Maroon was kind of taking shots at Connor mcdavid a couple slew foots maroon uh, man he's he's he might not be as beloved in this city anymore uh but you saw the team defending each other it's really great to see and i, I wonder if it coincides you know obviously with having the giant Vinny darna return but also evander kane a guy who will fly in defend his teammates and also brings that swagger yeah, a hundred percent. As you can see, Connor, I just wanted to upgrade myself a little bit. I saw that you were sitting <laughs> at a desk. I decided that I too wanted to sit at a desk, but yeah, I a hundred percent like Clint Costin <laughs> is doing everything that we could have wanted for this team because Maroon was beloved in the city. He was our big rig. We were cheering for Anthony. Come on, man. What are you doing? You're picking on Connor. Although I get it. He's firing up his team. They're playing like shit at that point. And then Clint Costin, he steps in. And he does his job. And like you said, he's never going to pay for a drink. We're going to start building this guy's <laughs> statues. I saw people on Twitter today saying they were buying jerseys. Jay Downton, he bought a jersey tonight in Vegas. We were seeing him in the wild. And I cannot 
love this story anymore. Clean costume for president. <laughs> okay, your picture just got your your picture got bigger and it's awesome. I love that he's pounding the table, uh, fired up here on <laughs> Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, we'll get to some Photoshop of the uh, comments. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love it. If if and you did that on the fly, like that's yeah, it's pretty impressive that you were able to do that. Uh, I'm I'm going to just struggling to look at the YouTube comments here. All we'll get to the comments section because there's a lot going on here. Uh, Electric Jordan, I see Rusty the Reckless Optimist, uh, Liam, of course. I I saw him having a banana, so I think the stress level got up for our friend Leon. Larissa's in there, Steve, a different Steve. Oh, you're both Stevens, but I call you Steve like we're on a personal level. I, w- I just want to talk about this team and how it seems like it's all coming together. And I know it's, you know, mid to late January, but, you know, going back a, a week and a half, and I forget who's on post game, but we we talked about the Kings game. And just it, it felt like it was such a low level and, you know, how these next two games against the Ducks and the Sharks were must-win games for this team, and they win them both. Then then you go into Vegas, and it's like, hey, if they can get the win here, holy cow, this this road trip gets capped off pretty well and they've just continued that beating good teams playing with swagger doing all the right things even strength's been good you know five on five they're scoring goals you're getting depth scoring and then you know kind of the cherry on top you get Evander Kane back into your lineup I mean right now it's I I don't think the Oilers are peaking right now but it's really all coming together for them 100% and it's amazing how much a week and change can make you know that game against LA, it just went sideways and the PK was horrible and there was nothing going right for the boys. And then they kind of started to play together. There was a couple of fights. Pugliarvi got in that one. Kaleem Kostin got in the one against Deneau. They started to kind of have that everybody in the pile mentality and to see them carry it forward into Anaheim and then San Jose. Like you said, a lot of people disrespected those wins as if you don't also have to beat the bad teams go into Vegas on Saturday night. It was basically a home crowd there. Producer Aaron will tell you he was there too. And (laughs) to have it rolling again against the Kraken and now the Tampa Bay lightning, they were playing like champs tonight. They were trying to get the Oilers to play their game. Like we talked about earlier, the Corey Perry scrap with Darnell nurse. This team is buzzing right now. That's a really good Tampa Bay team. I wouldn't be surprised if they make another deep run in the playoffs. And to beat teams like that as we go forward into some, in my opinion, winnable games, Oilers are buzzing right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really good to see. And, you know, win the next month here, a lot of winnable games too. Like uh, uh, Tom Gazzola and I talked about it on the pregame show for 12-16. And we're like, you know, how many games can they win in their next 10? And I had them at 7-2-1 and one, with this one being one of their losses. Potentially, they get the win in regulation. And go forward in a lot of winnable games. Right now, the Oilers, 55 points, only one back of the Kings and the Kraken as of right now, and only three points back of Vegas for first in the division. So, I mean, hey, if you want to head over to Betway.com and you're 19 and older, maybe you throw some money down on them winning the division because they're playing great hockey. Right now, uh, I noticed there's 98 people in the YouTube chat, and we only have like 27 likes. So make sure you hit that thumbs up button, the like button, because uh, those are rookie numbers right now. We got to pump those up. And if you're on Facebook, we see you. Uh, we're going to get to some of those comments as well. Uh, there was a really good one here. And I there's so many comments. It's tough to find, but it said clean could fix our LRT issues from AJ. And uh, I mean, it's, it just seems like everything this guy does right now, it's beloved. Like I, I wouldn't have asked him to go fight Patrick Maroon in there. That, that's a step up in the weight class. But clean Costin. No hesitation. Uh, so I saw someone call him Costin 316. I'm all for it. We need those signs up at Rogers when they're playing because, you know, this guy's just been exactly what this team needed. And to think that he came for Dmitry Samorokov, a guy who wasn't going to be on the roster anyway, you'll love to see it. The Oilers are never on the right side of these trades, I, at least not that I can remember, where it's a depth piece for a depth piece, and all of a sudden the guy walks in and becomes a hero. Like, come on. If he rode in on a horse with a, a, a fucking sword in his hand, he could have made a better first impression. <laughs> we love the guy. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens going forward. Like, what does an extension on Costin look like? Do you sign him on a heater? Do you wait till the end of the season to see when he really puts it, if he can really put it all together? I don't know, but these are fun problems because he's a fun player to have. And a lot of us hadn't even heard of who he was outside of maybe plugging his ears at the World Juniors until, I don't know, three months ago. 
<laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And uh, yeah, so clean cost and a, a RFA at the end of the season. Those negotiations will be awesome. And I mean, you hate to say it, I, I, but he wants to be here. You can tell just the way he talks with McDavid and Drysidle playing with those guys, the opportunity, you know, being nervous to play with them. Like he's just a guy who's becoming more and more beloved in this city. And uh, yeah, it, it's exactly what this team needed and uh, kind of piling on with, you know, getting a little bit stronger. Uh, Day RNA comes into the lineup, Kane. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Let's check into the old YouTube chat here. Uh, lots of stuff going. Adam says, huge win. Keep this heater going. I think they will. Uh, Maro- <laughs> Steven says, Maroon testing Oilers for the Stanley Cup final this year. I mean, could, <laughs> that's a long ways away, and a lot of things have to go right. But if they those two teams could meet in the final, sign me up for seven games because that – that would be unbelievable. I don't know if my heart could take it, but that would be unbelievable hockey, especially, you know, when that lightning line goes out there with Stamkos, Kucherov and point like that. That's kind of how it must feel when the Oilers send out McDavid, Drysaddle and Kane like, oh, man, hold on to your butts because this is crazy. Yeah, it it just it is really is amazing that the lightning just keep doing it over and over and over again. They've got guys who have been there before. And again, like I said, they played tonight like a team that's won before. And even when they were down by two, it's you could see them trying to turn the game back into their favor with the style of play that was more in their favor, getting guys off their game. But again, talk about meeting them in the Stanley Cup Finals, dare to dream, but beating them tonight in January, I'll take that for right now because that was just as beautiful to me. <laughs> Electric Jordan says, Tyler is here judging Connor. Uh, Tyler, you're Emchuk. Hello, good sir. How you doing? Uh, we're, we're trying to hold it down here on the post game show. I think you said, I think, hope that's straight vodka. It's just water tonight. Keeping it, keeping it PG. Got to be up in the morning. Uh, we've got one here from Tyler. RIP the beat cast. Uh, that's not the case, is it? No, I, I actually, you know what? I'm fired out about this win. After we're done here, I might do a beat cast anyway. Oh, good to hear it. Good to hear it. Content don't sleep. (laughs) Now that's how it is being. Content is key. That's how that's how you win in this game. Now, when we talk with the goaltending here, Jack Campbell uh, did enough, obviously, to keep the Oilers uh, in this one. uh, Continues to play great hockey, but five straight wins in his last five starts. Uh, What what have you thought has changed in his game for this rebound? Is it is it as simple as saying he found his confidence? Maybe it is. Maybe it is as simple as he needed a little bit of confidence. You know, I think sometimes we forget about the human element of being an NHL player. And when you come into a new city, especially one like Edmonton, and you maybe don't have the start to the year that you were hoping for, you can't tell me that's not going to weigh on the guy. Goalies, we know, Connor, are creatures of habit. And the guy was feeling so weird about his game that he changed all of his stuff. You don't see that. And... I'm happy for him. I think Jack, I think soup might be back. We're on a low simmer. At least he was gazpacho for the first couple of uh, months of the season. That's just cold, cold soup. And now we've got him on at least on a low simmer. I'm not, I'm not saying he's back back, but he might be back. Mm-mm, good. That was the line, right? For Campbell's soup. Do they still use that, that little catchphrase? Cause uh, it's going to work for uh, Jack Campbell and the way he's playing. We go Stuart Skinner though on Saturday, right? Yeah, you have to. Like at some point, Stuart Skinner's got to get back in the net. He's missed. Has when was the last time he played? Now it feels like it's been about two weeks, or at least a week. I don't know. Time stands still sometimes. But yeah, you got to get Stu. You got to get Stu back in there. He's an all star. Um, he's going. To, he's yeah. going to the special dance. Come on, guys. He's a damn all star. Joining uh, Leon Drysdale and Connor McDavid. Uh, no, you think Nude should be there as well? Like three Oilers voted in. Yeah, I mean. If they did it probably the way they did last year, don't you think Nugent Hopkins deserves to be in? He's top 10 in scoring. The guy's having the best start to a season of his career. I mean, what else does he need to do? In If he's not going to be an all-star this year, what is it going to take? In 46, 47 games now, I guess he's got 53 points. Like, that's a heater of a season for Nugent. So I just kind of wish he was getting in there. But, you know, I'm selfish that way. 
Yeah, I mean, and he, he like talked about it this offseason, wanting to improve five on five, and that's exactly what he's done. He's not just getting these, you know, cookies as Struddy likes to call them on the power play. He's obviously going out there and doing the work himself. It, it has been great to see. Um, you know what? The NHL is kind of shady. He he could have been voted in, and then they're just like, oh no, we can't have three Oilers, so let's uh, let's get Bo Horvat in there. But for the Oilers, I mean, that, it's going to be fun, and for Stuart Skinner. Obviously, maybe he'd he'd rather spend some time with the newborn, but getting a chance to be an all-star and uh, go mix it up with some of those players is going to be very cool. Uh, Producer Aaron Bordado, can I bring you in very quickly here? Yes, you can. Now you're you're the goal setter of this group, so uh, you want us to set some goals here. What what are you thinking? Well, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking 74 for Stuart Skinner. I mean, if he made the all-star game, we should probably ride that vibe. All the way to the algorithm. So 74 likes is what we want on the YouTube stream. Yes. Yes, please. Smash that like button, folks. If we get to 97, so be it. We'll we'll go there. If we get to 99, that's good too. Uh, But yeah, hit that like button on YouTube. Uh, Beg Milk, you are now in the office reading. Uh, What are you taking a look at there? Well, I was just diving into a couple of the stats I wanted to uh, tell you about, Connor. Uh, tonight, a big key to this victory, you got to look at the special teams, right? 0 for 2 oh, yeah. for uh, Tampa on the power play. So the PK handled their business both times they had to. And then the Oilers finished 1 for 4 on the power play. If that's not a lovely little dose of special team stats for you boys, then I don't know what it is. Oh, and, and that goal on the power play, like we talked about it with the look that Leon gave Patty Maroon after the fact, but that was just efficiency. Like win a battle. Uh, I don't know how I know you're shorthanded and someone's going to be a little bit open, but I don't know how you leave Leon dry settle so wide open in that spot. And yeah, I mean, if the power play, you know, finds its form combined with the way that the Oilers had played this little stretch here, five on five. I mean, I, I just don't know how you stop this team from scoring five goals a game. Like it, there's just too much firepower on the team. All of a sudden the focus is on the, how do you slow it down? But yeah, offensively, man, if, if the power play gets going, uh, it's going to be big for sure. Take the over at betway.com. That, that would be my free advice to you. Uh, what did you think about the play uh, Kucherov on Evander Kane? Uh, James says, how did Kucherov not get a penalty on Kaner? I mean, <laughs> it, it seems pretty obvious. The numbers are there. Kucherov doesn't slow down, but you could, probably say there's two three four plays where kutrov somehow evaded a penalty here let me bring that in right now actually like i don't know what was going on yeah i don't know what was going on with kutrov tonight but he basically had a free pass on absolutely everything that was happening there was nothing getting called on him and then even when something did get called on him fogel gets called for diving it was ridiculous. And that call wasn't going to be there at first. The refs weren't going to do it. And then the, the lightning, they were just big piss babies tonight. They're calling out the refs. They're banging their sticks. They're calling for penalties. And then all of a sudden, Fogel ends up in the box for, for embellishment. It was ridiculous. But that play specifically, how does he not get one for hitting Kane in the numbers? Like, I, that seems so easy to me. He's four feet from the boards. Take some, like, do we have to put stop signs on the back of NHL jerseys? Is that what these guys need? We'll treat them like they're kids. I mean, the NHL and their hitting from behind policy to me is just always so far. Uh, man, Big Milk, I'm, I'm loving your stock <laughs> images here. Uh, I love that you dressed up for the occasion too. Uh, we're kind of scrubby, but you're looking fresh. Um, but like the NHL, yeah, I mean, they're hitting from behind. It always seems a little bit lax, especially, you know, penalties, suspensions. Like, I don't know what it's going to take. It's almost as if, oh, yeah, now you're fired up there. Man, the emotion and the range you have. But yeah, I'm producing it, on the fly here. I, I like it. I like it. I, I can't wait for you to like get out and ride a bike or something. That would be wild if you could get on a bike and, and do that on the show here. But I mean, at the same, like, is it going to take a player to break his neck? And then we're going to realize, oh, man, we should have taken care of that because it's it, it seems sketching. You are kind of in that sweet spot. Like Evander Kane, if he takes another stride, he's in a dangerous position. Yeah, and that's just it. Like ultimately it's it was fine this time around because Kane didn't go head first into the po- into the boards, but like come on, we got to protect our players a little bit. And the fact that the funny thing about this one too is they reviewed the play. 
and the the explanation that Jack gave through on the broadcast is like they were reviewing it for kicking on Kane or something like that. But if you're going to review it, how do you not at least tack on two minutes for Kucherov hitting a guy in the numbers? I don't understand it. And the only reason that like Evander Kane didn't go headfirst into the boards is because he was so strong on his skates. I mean, I could think of a number of guys that get drilled in the back like that and they're going headfirst in the boards. BM, we were in our group chat thinking, okay, this is going to get reviewed. Okay, this is definitely going to. And then they said they were thinking five minutes for a trip. And man, I have no idea what's going on. No, it, no, it, it was, it's wild, right? It was so weird. I And I don't even know that I've seen a play like that before. Like a review in, in terms of reviewing a penalty or... Yeah, like a review. I don't know. I've seen like, oh, we thought that might have been a kicking. And then all of a sudden, no, it's just a trip. He was down on the ground. <laughs> he tripped over the guy's leg. It, and then it was just so odd because we all thought they were like, oh, well, Kucherov's going to get one here. This makes sense. And then he somehow ends up on the power play. Ten seconds later, it was very bizarre to me. Uh, just a little update here for you guys. Uh, Vegas trailing Detroit 3-1, which good for the Oilers. Uh, the Seattle Kraken just taking a 3-2 lead over the Devils. I would tell you who scored, but my computer is going quite slow here. So we'll check back in on that one, but uh, obviously not ideal if the Kraken are going to win. Um, I'm curious, what did you guys think of uh, big old Vinny Winnie, as Jay likes to call him? I'm seeing a lot of people bringing him up in the chat right now. BM, what'd you think? You got another point? I, you know what, I, um, I thought I legitimately thought he was going to score and I legitimately <laughs> thought that I was going to be celebrating a Vinny DeHarnay goal. I just, I was so pumped up for the guy. I was leaping off my, my couch fist skyward. And then I see it goes off Ryan McLeod and he goes, yeah, it hit me. But yeah, Vinny DeHarnay, was he got now four assists? The guy has just come in and made an immediate impact. He's playing quiet hockey, which is fine. That's exactly what you want to see. Yeah, like, I like it. Need. Yeah, he's now up to just taking a look here. Three assists on the season. And, and I mean, the one thing that stood out to me is just the the trust that he has from the coaching staff. Uh, empty net with two and a half minutes left. Obviously, it was a one goal game at that point, And DeArnay is out there. I mean, they trust him in those situations. And it, it was kind of brought up today uh, on the Gregor show, just that like his ability to transition from the AHL to the NHL so seamless perhaps because he kind of plays a simple game and he, he doesn't have to do too much. He knows what he has to do. And it was able to translate going from the AHL to the NHL. And I think he's done a fine job of doing so, but yeah, I mean, he also, he finds a way to get the puck on net, right. And McLeod uh, scores the goal. He's kind of the benefactor of it, but yeah, he he's been awesome. And I don't know if there's anyone else right now in the AHL. Like I think the Oilers and the, the, Condor, sorry, have kind of exhausted all the options to bring up everyone who might be ready now. Now you got to kind of reload the shelves there in Bakersfield. But what a great pipeline they've had the last couple of years getting guys ready. And, you know, I think, you know, not just ARNA, but if you look at uh, some of the other guys, McLeod and now Dylan Holloway, I thought it had a good game, drew a penalty tonight. Like you're starting to see from the start of the year, it was maybe. I don't know, process over points and, and developing these guys. And, you know, and here we are just past the midway point of the season. A lot of them are starting to kind of figure it out at the NHL level. Yeah, man. It and really just is bringing it back to a guy, guy like Vinny. I mean, how do you not cheer for a guy who's sticking around in the AHL for that long? He finally gets his break and he runs with it. Like he has taken his chance, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's running with it and he's doing He's biking with it, just like BM showing us right there. And he's just, you know, pouncing on the opportunity. And it's so refreshing to see. He's a fan favorite. It's funny because now I don't know who I love more, Clem Costin or Vinny DeHarnay. And it's such a good problem to have. It's nice. It's nice. And just even the story, who knows how long Vinny DeHarnay is going to be with the Oilers or maybe he does stick it out. But even just the fact that a seventh round pick in this franchise grinded his way into playing a handful of NHL games, it's it's an amazing story. So every game that he gets to play, I'm super pumped for him. And if he can, if he can just maintain a quiet level and be steady as he has been, he has a nice flavor back on the defensive group. 
Uh, we are now at 140 people tuning in on YouTube. So hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this uh, fine Thursday evening. Uh, Connor Halley, Baked Milk, and Bordado with you here. And if you're on Facebook, uh, also, thank you for tuning in. Now, I'm just looking here. I think we're up to like 86 likes on YouTube. So quick math, 14 plus 39. Uh, we, we're not quite there. So, hey, if you haven't <laughs> liked yet, give us that like. We really need that. And we'll we'll keep it going here. Now, guys, uh, I want to get your thoughts on yesterday of Pulley Arby tonight uh kind of drew into the lineup last minute Matias Yanmark we found out in uh kind of the line rushes there wasn't good to go due to a sickness just bringing up the stats uh, only six minutes 51 seconds played for JP took a penalty at a bad time I mean he wasn't going to play tonight if it wasn't for the sickness uh big milk start with you uh what's going to happen here with old JP Ah, stuff's letting in. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at the stats. I was just like, oh, yeah, I forgot he did play a little bit. And then I looked 651. I was like, ah, that's a tough one. I saw him in the penalty box. That's where I noticed him most. But it, you know what? To be to be honest, it kind of bums me out. I hate that we're here with Yasa Puliarvi because once he came back from Finland, he had a great start to his year. And we were just like, yes, we're building on something. We're building on something. And just it never really took that next step in the evening evolution in it now that he's in his own head probably feeling no confidence or next to none it, it's a tough it's tough to watch for me to watch him go out this way because you've got people cheering for him they want to dance on his grave and then you've got other people celebrate him like he's the best player to hit this franchise ever and it's just i'm, I'm being hyperbolic settle down comment section but like <laughs> it, it bums me out you know ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, it's, it's, man, it's, it's sad. You know, he's just a guy you want to cheer for. We all have, at least we have some of this love that we had for him. We can put it towards Clint Costin. At least I have that. <laughs> but I saw our own Tyler Remchuk. The guy's addicted to breaking stories, but he said that the Anaheim GM was in attendance. I know we've heard some rumors about that. Pool, I guess, got showcased, but I don't think it went the way that he or we would have wanted it to go. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah, and I even wonder, when you talk about showcasing Yasa Puliarvi, like I feel like people know, I mean, four goals this year. Uh, you're you're making him a, a, a trade offer. Like, what's it going to be? I don't I don't know what his value is. I know people have been reporting that it was a third round pick in the off season. Uh, Dell on Facebook says JP is going back to Europe. Maybe he is. I mean, we've seen him go back to Finland before. Maybe that's a route he takes. I still think there's probably a team in the NHL that would like him on the squad. And, you know, maybe it's a bottom six role, but they didn't select him with a fourth overall pick. So there's not that expectation. It's like, hey, if we can get a guy who can fill this spot, he'd be fine. Also, uh, can't be $3 million. I think that's obviously the price point is going to be a bit of an issue for uh, a lot of people with this one. But I cheer for him. He's a likable guy. I just, I just wish we saw some, some area of improvement in his game. 
Yeah, me too. I, you know, like I appreciate the defensive side of his game, but on the other side, it's yeah. I, I struggle with people that say he hasn't had a chance, you know, because he's played so much time with Connor McDavid this year and it just, it didn't work out. And when we had Evander Kane on the real life podcast a couple of weeks back, he was talking about how, listen, man, playing with Connor's not easy. You got to think the way he does. You kind of got to have an idea of where he needs you to be at certain times. And it's not easy and it didn't work and it bums me out. And all I hope for the kid is really is that wherever he ends up next, that he figures it out. I think there's a player here. I just, Edmonton's not the place to come back and win your game back, you know, and sucks, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, if he's going to be a guy in your top six, you're probably not a very good hockey team right now. I mean, I, I hope that he can go find a place where, you know, he can find his game and get some of that confidence, but in Edmonton, I just don't think it's a spot and maybe he's part of a package to bring someone else in. I mean, if the Oilers are to make any big moves, they're going to have to get some cap space and his $3 million uh, would open up some things. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens for uh, the lovable Finn in Yesa Pulley-Yarvi. Uh We're up to 141 people on the YouTube and I Let's think go, 89. Let's go. Do I sound super old when I call it the YouTube I mean, yeah, that, was that was unintentional, but your radio comes out when you call it the text line too. the tech. Oh, That's sorry. The out. comment section. Come get in on the comment section. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We hit a hundred likes. I'm there we go. One over here. That's it. Well, Thanks. let's uh, let's add another 25 or so there. Make sure you give us the old like. Uh, keep on chiming in here at the comment section on YouTube. Uh, I think Liam's still in here. Liam, my question, how many bananas tonight? Because there were some points of that game where it was a little bit stressful. I just want to make sure you got the potassium in tonight. How many do you guys think? Two, three? Like, what's the rate for Liam tonight? Oh, I I see he's at a solid two. You know, I hung out with Liam a lot when we were in Vegas. He's a two banana man. I uh, That's a casual little Thursday night for the kid. Yeah, you know, I kind of was wondering if the banana thing was like a little played up and then we landed in Vegas and like the first thing he did, I think, or in the morning was go buy a whole thing of bananas and he was sh- taking them down every morning and shout out Captain Felton because uh, he brought his own bananas to gift Liam. What a good guy. He's very nice. Kind people. Does Liam? Connor. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm feeling the love. Absolutely. Yeah. Does Liam, does he go organic or is he just a regular guy? Just an average Joe? Well, if you're working on your body like I am, I think the most important thing is that you end up feeding the temple. You know, you got to make sure you're shredded, make sure your diet's tight. And I think that's really what Liam's trying to do here. What, uh, what's that, that tattoo? I'm pretty sure that is Liam. Like I'm pretty sure that is Liam. <laughs> what kind of tattoo you got there? Uh, pretty sure it's bear. <laughs> nice. I, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a bear or a wolf. Uh, <laughs> All I know is I'm super veiny, and that's what I'm really impressed by. I've really been getting really a pump. Vascular. No, that's what you want. I hear that's what you want when you certainly work out like that. Uh, Liam will let us know, I'm sure. Um, just go to the Oilers in this five-game winning streak. This is their second five-game winning streak. Uh, the previous was back in October. They beat the Penguins, Blues, Blackhawks, Flames, and Preds. Uh, then they would go on to lose three straight. Uh, with their next opponents being the Canucks, Blue Jackets, and Blackhawks, I don't think they'll lose the next three straight. I'll knock on some wood here just to be safe. Yeah, but hey, hey, what are you doing I, over there? <laughs> I have that power, I know. Um, but it's been really encouraging to see. Now, taking care of business against the Ducks, the Sharks, but then Vegas and Tampa Bay protecting one goal leads. That, to me, is something that is a really good sign. And, you know, we talked about it on Saturday. You guys were at the game, and I'll just say, uh, Bag Milk, you talked about it. Uh, when the Oilers scored the first goal, it sounded like a home game. The crowd there was awesome. Oilers Nation took over, and it was great to hear. But at, in that third period, they get the one goal lead, and they shut it down. Uh, tonight against Tampa, with some of the best players in the NHL swarming, they are able to shut it down Uh what did you think about this team's ability and maybe newfound ability to protect one goal leads? Well, if I'm being honest with you, when the two goal lead evaporated, I wasn't feeling so, I wasn't so feeling so fly as uh, unfortunately sugar. Ray wouldn't be appreciative of my flyness at that moment. It was just, it felt like, Oh no, is this going to happen again? And then when Connor scored in the first couple of minutes in the third period, you're like, okay, 
you're back in the lead. You're in a, you're in a good spot here. You just have to ride through these 18 minutes, but at the same point, you can't just sit back and try and play prevent defense. And they did a good job of it. They looked like a team that can play with a one goal lead, not one that needs to score seven to win. And that's something that hasn't been there all year. And I love it. I'm really appreciative of it. I hope it lasts because we've been fooled before, but this time they're looking real sharp. Yeah. I don't know something about this stretch. Just it's starting to feel different. And you know, you maybe thought it was an outlier, but again, tonight against one of the best offenses, the third period was their lowest shooting period. They only had eight shots and some of those came at the end. So, you know, you don't really expect the oil to be a team to tighten it up in the third period and, you know, play the kind of game they need to do. But they did tonight, and we got to give them their their credit and give them their give them their pros here because that was something to see in the third period, and it instills you in confidence, Connor. You said, but the teams we got coming up, I think we can really make some moves here and really go on a run. Yeah, I mean, Caleb says I don't want to speak too soon, but I could see them winning the next eight. Uh, so I mentioned Vancouver, Columbus, Chicago. That's Detroit, Philly, Ottawa, Montreal, Detroit, and then they've got uh, New York. So yeah, this the schedule is favorable. Uh, you do have to go out there and win them, but uh, definitely a schedule they can take advantage of. Uh, Mo says, "See you boys in Vancouver on Saturday. I'm gonna be there. Uh, make some noise when you're there, Mo." Uh, the yawn on the bench was the nail in the coffin for me. Ship him. I believe that's referring to yes, Yarvi. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes games get boring. Maybe he didn't sleep too well. He wasn't expecting to play in this game. And sorry to reference the radio station, but uh, Struddy once told us a story about he got called into game action late uh, the night before he was drinking beers with an assistant coach. Mike Rupp told us uh, he took the kids to Dunkin' Donuts where they picked out, got called into action late. So, I mean, there's situations where you get called in late and maybe you didn't prepare the way you should have. Uh, I don't know. May- maybe JP had a bit of a-, a sleep in and didn't get that afternoon nap in, assuming he wasn't going to play. So maybe he was a little bit tired. I, I don't know. I don't want to hold that one against him too much uh, but uh yeah uh, that'll happen uh i think you guys and i think the kraken's still up three two sorry to just veer off on a scoreboard but yeah kraken's still up three two with four minutes left and the red wings lead the vegas golden knights with two minutes to play um you know i the the Oilers shouldn't need to be scoreboard watching this early in the season i mean it's midway point but probably still in a position where they can kind of control their own destiny with the schedule ahead Yeah. And it's just one of those things where you have a bunch of time until you don't. And if I'm getting in the lab to work on the next little bit of this (laughs) winning streak, I just think that the Oilers need to keep this going. They need to make sure they're playing simple hockey as they have been. They haven't, if you guys probably would agree with me over the last five games that they've won, they're not trying to be too cute. They're just playing north south. And sometimes that's the best way to play. And right now that's successful for the Oilers. So I think the recipe has to just be keep it going. And it doesn't matter who the opponent is. Yeah, the Canucks are on Saturday. Yes, they're a disaster. Yes, the biggest thing that happened in their game last night was a fart. But you can't play down to your competition because we've seen what happens with the Oilers team when they do this. They get burned all the time and we just cannot have that on Saturday. Yeah, I think they just continue to pedal the metal. The classic Liam said it today. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep riding the wave that we are on. I know we are a team that does tend to take them lightly, but something about this after we had just gone through our little lull and now we're on our upswing back up here, I don't see them taking these teams lightly. I see them using them as building blocks and trying to string some wins together here. Uh, In the chat, so, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Big Milk. Were you going to say something? No, I was just going to say, I love what Aaron just said. They just got to keep it going here and hope like the building blocks they put down on this five game winning streak. If they keep those going, if they keep playing the same way they have, then they're going to get this going for a little bit here. And all of a sudden we're going to be challenging for the division lead. I hope that after a win like this against a team like Tampa, they can see Vegas. It's right there. We're not talking about a 10 point difference anymore or nine points or whatever it could have been earlier in the week. They're right there. Get the division. Uh, I I just want to say quickly, you're your editing tonight has been fantastic. I think these are real shots of you, but uh, to the people on the YouTube and the (laughs) Facebook comment section, uh, send in some requests. Where do you want to see big milk go next? Uh, We're really going to test his, his computer and multitasking skills here on Oilers. Nation. Your your segues have been incredible as you switch from picture to picture. 
I gotta yeah. say, gotta give him his props. <laughs> you know what? I've been quietly typing away behind the scenes here. And uh, if, if, I, if I'm being honest, I'm running out of ideas. So hit me up, comment section. Yeah, comment section will take care of you. Um, Want to get in there? A ski bomb. 12.30 says Broberg's, Broberg has looked great over the stretch. Genesis says Broberg has really found it for the stretch. Stretch is a common word here. But uh, yeah, Philip Broberg, I, I don't know what you guys think, but th- there's games where I don't really notice him, and I don't mean that in a bad way, right? Like if, if he's not being noticed, that means he's not making mistakes. And for me, that's perfectly fine. Uh, every once in a while, I love to see a guy step up, make a play, be noticeable. But for a young defenseman and Philip Broberg, still finding his game, not being noticed is not a bad thing. Uh, just under 13 minutes tonight, he got 22 seconds of power play time. And one second on the PK. So he's earning that trust on special teams, clearly. Uh, what did you guys think of Philip Broberg tonight? Philip Broberg has been quietly steady and quietly solid. And that's what I really want to see from a younger defenseman. And like you said, he played 1258 tonight. That's not a ton of minutes, but he was quiet and steady. Quiet and steady. He's got a shot on goal. He's got a block shot. He's got a plus one rating. I know people don't like plus minus anymore, but those are some nice little check marks for a guy who's still trying to find his way in this league and starting to look better as he gets more at bats. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier today on Oilers nation every day, but with the way he's been playing lately, I know we've always been, you know, trade ships prospects want to, you know, we got to push for these years, but Tyler said it today. He goes, I don't know if I want to give up a guy right now with the promise that he's showing. And I was just looking at, I believe it was Bob, Bob Stoffer's tweet from earlier today, it said, Broberg, before tonight's game, Broberg is averaging just over 16 minutes a game. He has two assists, two points. He's plus eight. Man, what's there to complain about? Like, that's great for a young guy. And I couldn't be happier. Yeah, and I mean, especially in these games, they're winning hockey games. And if he's only going to play 12, 13 minutes, that's fine. Just ease him into it. Uh, I'd rather that than him playing 19 minutes with a couple turnovers, right? Like ease him into it. It'll be fine. Uh, I think the way they're handling him is pretty good. Um, Loomis is Bordado, more like bro Dado. Um, yeah. I, I have a I have a source, Aaron, that tells me when you were in Nate, you had a radio show and you worked bro into it, correct? Oh, wow. You've been doing your research. Yeah, it was actually called the bro down which you can catch the bro down with bag milk tomorrow on Oilers nation every day. So BM, I did, I did start the bro down first. I mean, just so you know, but also it says bro Tato there. If you just switch the letters, my name is bro Dado as well. And that is my Instagram handle. Bro Dado. Uh, yeah, I believe it. I'll, I'll tell you this. Your mom told me that if that gives you any, what <laughs> okay well we'll talk about it after it wasn't your actual mom uh it's someone i worked oh. with the tsn oh i know who you're talking about you know yeah, what i'm talking, know about. talking yeah, about yeah 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 okay uh we've got a lot of requests here for bagged milk and he's had a minute to, <laughs> to think and maybe work on these uh ski bum says we need surfer bagged milk dr gonzo milking some big old cows <laughs> A dead fish sky high like the Oilers. Uh, we've got some stranger. Bag milk should be in the fridge. Jason says at the Talus Balls. Caleb says milking cows. Uh, Genesis, where's BM with a nice glass of red wine? Larissa says Mexico. I mean, there's lots. Uh, <laughs> uh, John I'll get says to work, a dairy I'm worker. On it. Yeah. <laughs> BM, I see Tyler Agnew says, I want to see BM at the Taco Bell Cantina. I know uh, you know what? enough time there on the weekend. I did, and now my insides respectfully respectfully declined to make that photo. I have had more than enough Taco Bell Cantina until my next trip to Vegas. Thank you. Now, what's the difference between, for us, uncultured swine, what's the difference between a cantina and a regular Taco Bell, say, mixed with a KFC? I mean, like, these ones, well, number one, most importantly, you can get cocktails. Who doesn't want to have a cocktail when you're having a couple of tacos? You can have a slushy cocktail. You can just have a beer. It's a magical land of wonders in there, Connor. Sometimes if you go in and the mood is just right, there's a DJ late at night. It's a whole vibe in there. Mm -hmm. There's flashing lights. It's great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You've never seen a group of guys go down to to Vegas and, like, the first thing we want to do, we were like, Taco Bell Cantina? Let's go. We got to fuel up. We got to fuel up. Well, sometimes you just need to make sure your body chemistry is right. You got to get a taco in you and you'll just feel better. You'll feel better about yourself. Again, it's all about taking care of the temple. 
Oh, that's why I respect you guys. Uh, here's some news. Detroit knocks off Vegas 3-2. That's good news for the Oilers. Nice. And the Devils have just tied it up with the Kraken. So it's 3-3 with a minute 14. I believe they pulled the goalie to get that one. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep you up to date if we're still on when that game wraps up. I don't know if you guys have anywhere better to be uh, for me. Kind of kind of good right now. <laughs> Lots of stuff coming in here. Good, good. Um, yeah, Caleb's eating some noodle noodle, or he says baked milk should be eating some oodle noodle. Uh, yeah, a lot of people fired up here that the Devils tied it up. Uh, Stell says 3-3. Three, three. Uh, very good news, and the Oilers uh, get the win. So, yeah, I mean, in the last little while here, it seems like the teams in the Pacific have been kind of trending downwards, while the Oilers on the flip side continuing upwards. And like we said, uh, Easier games on the horizon. Oilers obviously still need to win those games, but uh, it is good to see. Um, I'll ask you guys this one. Connor McDavid continues his hot play. Uh, Leon Dreisettle also, what, 27 goals on the season. It's early, and there's there's lots of time still. But Connor McDavid, 39 goals. <sighs> How many, how many do you think he's going to score this year? Because like he, the way he's doing it, too, we're seeing him score on the rush. We're seeing the confidence. Uh, there was one I wrote down. In the second period when Maroon was on the penalty box for his second penalty, uh, McDavid with kind of a sneaky play where he tries to go backhand and sneak it short side. Uh, oh, yeah. top top shelf, like a move that I love to see. Like that's a goal scorer's move in my opinion. Uh, how many goals do you think this guy can score this year? Because it's, it's unbelievable what he's doing. Do you I don't really want to put have, a cap like, on it. Yeah, I was just, I was just gonna say I'm with Aaron. I, I'm just with Aaron. I don't like I don't want to doubt him ever. I don't want to doubt him ever because I thought if he hit 50 this year, I'd be like, man, I'm pumped for Connor. He hit 50 this year. Like that's an, another amazing accomplishment in his career. But the way he's on this heater, and it it's not like he's scoring garbage goals either. They're beauties. Every every single one of them is beauties. And to get it it makes you feel like there is no limit. It makes you feel like all you want to do is watch whatever he can do next. You want to watch whatever he can pull out. You want to grab a glass of red wine <laughs> and you want to just enjoy the show. Oh. I was really Sound working like for that red. one. The old air, I was really vamping on that one because the airdrop wasn't working and it didn't go through the first two <laughs> times. So I had to come spinning around again. The delivery, yeah. the delivery was impeccable once again. I like that couch too. It's, screams class uh yeah so last year austin matthews at 60 so i think like i don't know two weeks ago i was talking to your m chuck and i predicted like 61 just to one up austin matthews uh we've got zachary here on facebook saying 66 uh throughout that's i mean we i'll give you some predictions dr gonzo 63 jason has 60 loomis is 62 uh eric says 60 plus we need an exact number eric please kevin says 70 uh tyler agnew 69 nice uh also (laughs) Dwayne says 60 we've got jimmy saying 70 um yeah so uh, high high numbers uh, Seattle now going to overtime. So there's your update on that one. And uh, Larissa, we appreciate you letting us know 109 likes. So if you're just getting in here and you're just tuning in, give us a like on the the old YouTube. Scott's got us at 64 goals for McDavid. I mean, yeah. They, everybody, I think, here, everybody here thinks 60 plus. So I think we can all kind of agree. But once again, I don't I don't want to ballpark it. I don't want to. I don't want to use that J word. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything to them. Let's just appreciate whatever we get and enjoy the ride. Be a disservice to McDavid to try to put a limit on it. I think it was in Mean Girls. The limit does not exist, right? That's right. <laughs> you guys have seen... bring, I love that. We can bring Mean Girls into this. I think we have to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, if Beg Milk could become a cast member of Mean Girls, that would be a nice way to top off the night. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> I mean, stall, boys, stall. Stall. what else can we talk about uh i i think that we've got some good stuff going you know your m chuck when he's on a lot of people are like hey take your shirt off which would live into the like oilers nation after dark type thing um for bagged milk we've got some just the journey he's been on and going going everywhere the things he does we're starting to get some stuff going on here i'm i'm enjoying it aaron yeah, no, this is a this is a good time. I'm I'm loving these after victories. It's so much better. The vibes are so high. Everybody in the chat, 
we get a new cast of characters every time connor oh yeah we love it we love it we'll reluctantly take on the opposing sides too if they ever want to come in here um you know after a loss it'd be great so we could pile on but uh yeah it's a, a lot going on here now i think we we should mention zach hyman this year 23 goals on the season uh i you know i thought i think oilers nation you guys actually had the graphic up there today that he had more points than austin matthews and i mean he he's just doing all the little things not to mention the fact that he's had like 100 goals taken away and being disallowed but uh man this guy he, he continues to bring it i know there was some negativity saying you know down the road he might not like his contract but you know i like to live in the moment he's been fantastic for this team and gives it every night just really what this team needed i do you know what i'm gonna worry about the last part of his contract when that gets here and in the meantime i'm going to enjoy him scoring goals while i go to work washing windows and i'm just a working man he's a working man's goal scorer and that's why this city is going to embrace zach hyman now and maybe when he starts to slow down a little bit later, because the memories he's giving us right now, there's going to be a children's book about this one day. And I think we should all embrace that. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, not only is he leading Mc, or Matthews in points, but he's also leading him in children's books. So <laughs> scoreboard, Undeniable. everybody scoreboard. Undeniable. You can't, you can't just, you know, it. It's like, you can say that about the contract. You can say that about, you know, all kinds of guys. We are in win now mode. He's delivering right now. Let's not think about the future. Let's enjoy right now. And I tell you, as long as Zach Hyman is flashing me that goofy smile when he's 30 plus whatever, dude, I am totally okay with it. And we'll enjoy the now. Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't I don't know. I don't think he's going to slow down that much. Like, maybe the production drops off a little bit. He's not quite as quick as he once was. But, yeah, I, I'm like you guys. Live in the moment. Enjoy it while we can. Um, the Kraken win in overtime, uh, I do believe. So, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, on the flip side, the Dallas Stars lead the LA Kings 4 nothing. So, that's good. Take the go with the bad. Well, you can't win yeah. them all, I suppose. Well, you, uh, you know, man, you're, you're right. You're right. hundred percent. It's pretty good news for the Oilers though. And, and like we've talked about a little while here, uh, winnable games coming up in the future uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. The next game, what do we got? Vancouver Saturday, um, a winnable game. I mean, the Vancouver Canucks right now, absolute tire fire. I mean, will, will Bruce Boudreaux be the head coach on Saturday? Maybe. We'll see. Maybe it could be Rick Tockett. Uh, those are the rumors coming out of Vancouver. Um, I feel like, you know, they're, they're not letting people into the press box. There's a lot of problems going on in Vancouver. We don't have to worry about that, though. The Oilers there on Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock start. Uh, we'll be back probably around 10.40, 10.45 or so. We'll hope you guys will be watching with us. Um, <laughs> come on. Work a Mean Girls reference in here. Bagged milk. You can do it. Say it. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's been a minute. Vancouver you know? can't sit with us. That's all I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even go here. Um, okay. <laughs> let's get some predictions for the game on Saturday night. We'll start off with you, Baked Milk. 4-2 win, baby. Log it in. AB? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know me. I'm always riding puck line, which tonight cashed, courtesy of Betway. Bet responsibly. But um, yeah, I just got to say, so I do the Oilers show and the Canucks show and the vibes lately couldn't be more opposite ends of the spectrum. The Oilers show every day is positive. The chat is loving it, you know, stringing these wins together and the Canucks, they are a dumpster fire right now. And it's honestly, it makes me appreciate what we have all the more, but I'm going to go puck line. I think I'm going to go six, three. Get those predictions in on the chat here. Uh, we'll we'll get to some of them as well. Uh, just very quickly, Aaron, uh, who does the Canucks Daily Show? And uh, if people want to catch it, Canucks Army, correct? Yeah, Canucks Army. So it's live on the Nation Network uh, YouTube channel. It's hosted by Chris Faber and David Cadrelli, two really, really funny dudes. And they, uh, man, they cover the team. It's their lifeline. They do it from above Rogers Arena. Mm -hmm. arena yeah they do it from up above, above there they got a great view great guys highly recommend it they are hilarious 
Yeah, and if you're an Oilers fan, you want to go in there and just kind of scoff at them. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I know Quadrelli a little bit, so uh, yeah, my funny people. I'm sure they're having uh, about as good of a time as possible. We've got predictions from Troy, 4-1. Chris says 6 nothing. 7-3 from Peyton. Rusty, the reckless optimist. One favorite seven one Oilers win. Genesis is six to five. We've also got Dr. Gonzo sixteen to one. Wouldn't that be something? Five nothing, six nothing, five to two. Larissa, our like counter tells us we're up to 117 likes, so that's absolutely awesome. And uh on Facebook, Zachary says seven two Oilers with McDavid with a hat trick. Also, Scott, four two Oilers. Uh, I'm gonna say five one Oilers. Um, another point night for the boys. They they really get going. And Stewart's getting our first game since uh, being a father. Has some success. Uh, plays well. And I don't know. I don't know what the odds are, but do you guys think Bruce Boudreau is the Vancouver Canucks coach next Monday? At this rate, I hope he's the coach forever. You know, <laughs> he's doing some good work over there. I think he's doing fine work. They're not shitty enough to get Bedard. They're just shitty enough to be irrelevant. I think he's doing a great job. I don't see what the problem is. I couldn't have said better myself. I agree with BM. They just keep doing what they're doing. And the view from over here looks fantastic. Let them ride. Let, let them ride. They found their sweet spot. All right, guys. We'll uh, appreciate both of you. Uh, Big milk. A lot of fun. Your work was exquisite tonight. Aaron, you as well. Uh, get back on that horse. And uh, to everyone who tuned in tonight, thank you so much. At Cornerstone Insurance. Check them out. Cornerstoneins.ca. Uh, great company. And also, Aaron, you mentioned it. Betway.com. Have some fun there, but bet responsibly. 19 plus. Responsibly. Uh, Betway.com and uh, yeah, take the Oilers. Is he, puck line. Puck line? Always puck line. Life Is that like money line? Not bet the puck. It's, it's the money it's line. By two. It's, it's the money line, but a little spicy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hey. Also, take the over. That's how you got to live your life. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning into Oilers Nation After Dark. Uh, we'll talk to you guys Saturday night. Hope to see you then and uh, enjoy your Friday. See you, buddy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.